This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. For this week, we published an article about the Canadian Nordstrom Rack locations closing countrywide. Now, ever since Nordstrom made their announcement to exit Canada, there's been a lot of focus on their full line stores and what's going to happen with their locations and the impact on their malls and so on. But their off-price or discounted rack locations has always been an afterthought in a lot of media coverage ever since the announcement. So we wanted to focus on the rack aspect of the Nordstrom business during this podcast. So, Craig, where do you want to start? Yeah, geez. I mean, Nordstrom announced on uh, March 2nd that it would be pulling out of Canada, which was quite, well, it was a shock to everyone else in terms of news. We knew about it for a little while. We talked about this in a previous podcast, but uh, we saw Nordstrom Rack actually shut its stores down over the weekend. Uh, And I'm in the downtown of Vancouver and there isn't any Nordstrom Rack locations around me. So did you visit the Nordstrom Rack location in your neck of the woods in downtown Toronto? Uh, I popped in and they had the uh, final clearance sales. I was actually in the downtown store on Sunday and uh, they were just selling fixtures only. So (laughs) at that point, really, I mean, the store was barely open. That may have been the case with some of the other ones. Uh, Norm Katz uh, was up at the Vaughn Mills location a couple of days before and they had a little tiny bit of stuff left. But really, the stores had cleared out quite quickly. When I found that in the downtown Vancouver at the full line store, after the announcement and when they started the actual liquidation sales, the discounts were quite laughable. It was only like 5% to start. So it was the same strategy kind of unfolding for the rack locations in downtown Toronto where you were kind of located as well? <laughs> the uh, sales at the Nordstrom Rack were basically the same in terms of the percentage being offered, but uh, that sale price started at 5% which drew criticism, mocking, whatever you want to call it. Uh, The discounts definitely did go up with time. Uh, And, you know, I actually didn't see what the final discounts were. I think they were maybe closer to 50%. Well, I'm just looking back, and um, I think it was on April 27th, which was the last time that I was in Nordstrom, the full line one in downtown Vancouver, and they were offering 50% off of things like sleepwear, dresses, sweaters, and outerwear, and then 30% off of everything else, practically. So... I'm assuming if the phone line was doing that at the end of April, then probably the rack was too. But is it Nordstrom making these decisions on the discounts or is it like another liquidator that's handling it? Um, It's a liquidation. So it's not Nordstrom handling the liquidation. It's uh, Hilco Merchant Retail Solutions and Gordon Brothers Canada. Uh, They're the liquidators. So they were responsible for uh, the discount schedule and promotions. And what's interesting too with this liquidation is uh, at least in the big Nordstrom stores I saw in downtown Toronto, uh, at the CF Toronto Eaton Centre, is the liquidators had brought in lots of non-Nordstrom merchandise to clear out as well, including some home goods, I think some sporting goods um, that they were clearing out from someone else or something, wow. I'm not actually sure, but had brought those into the Nordstrom stores. So uh, already the stores have been changing, and I think still are. They probably still have that clearance stuff in the big one. I just haven't been the big Nordstrom store in a bit. I just got back from Las Vegas, so I uh, and you were away as well. Yeah. So we... I, I haven't gotten into a big Nordstrom store yet. I got to go this week and just uh, check it out. Well, and speaking of changes, like I, yes, we just spoke about the changes that happened during the liquidation cycle. 
But backing up before the actual decision to close in Canada, was there some changes that were happening when it came to designer offerings from Nordstrom Rack that we wanted to talk about? That might have been an interesting kind of segue that led into this whole decision to like pull the plug in Canada. That's something that I witnessed uh, and, and quite a few people had commented on it. So when the Nordstrom Rack store opened in downtown Toronto here, I went in and I was really impressed with the designer shoe selection. Uh, the shoes were, you know, discounted at a good price, but that did change into the pandemic. There wasn't nearly as much exciting designer product. So we did have someone uh, reach out to us and explain a little bit what was going on with that. Nordstrom Rack had shifted its strategy during the pandemic uh, to go after a bit more of a price conscious consumer uh, called the Bargainista. And uh, this was uh, uh, mentioned in an earnings release. But I think that Canadians got, and probably Americans too, became a bit disappointed saying, oh my goodness, uh, you know, the excitement that we saw there with these brands isn't there anymore. Well, and that would make sense, especially for those that might be familiar with the earnings reports and that the writing might have been on the wall, that they were starting to pull things out and make changes. But for the consumer that might be just listening to our podcast and isn't aware of these earnings discussions, like what was the performance like for Nordstrom Racks in Canada? I'd gotten some conflicting information on uh, Nordstrom Rack's performance. Someone in the know was saying that uh, um, they didn't think Nordstrom Rack was doing as well as people were expecting it to be. Uh, And in fact, earlier on, I think it was in February, uh, early February, they actually thought, I I said that Nordstrom could be looking at leaving Canada. This is what we were told before we got a full confirmation. And uh, this person says, well, maybe just Nordstrom Rack. So I thought that was quite interesting because I thought the big stores were not doing as well. But uh, we had another source as well that was saying that uh, uh, the softest stores or the stores that were uh, selling the least were s- still a bit over $400 a square foot. Um, and that some of the top stores were somewhere in the 800 to to $1,000 range. So um, can't confirm that for sure. This is what another source has told us. But nevertheless, it sounds like these stores weren't doing maybe as badly as some had thought. Uh, Nevertheless, Nordstrom did lose money across its uh, business in Canada. That includes both the Nordstrom Rack off-price division and the full-priced larger Nordstrom stores. But uh, once you kind of put those numbers into context, would you be able to remind our listeners how many Nordstrom Racks had opened across Canada? Because for myself, I'm guilty of only knowing the full-line figures because I only have a full-line store in downtown Vancouver. So if you could go through that again, it might provide a little bit of context on the quantity of Nordstrom Rack locations in Canada. Yeah, Nordstrom Rack ended up opening seven stores in Canada. The plan we were told earlier on when Nordstrom was coming into Canada was that they were looking at doing, I think, between 12 and 15 Nordstrom Rack stores. So they didn't quite get there. They got maybe about halfway Uh, The first store opened in 2018, so this was four years after the first big store opened in Calgary, uh, and that was two years after the uh, big stores started expanding into the Toronto market, which was 2016. So uh, Nordstrom Rack, I think just, it was actually about two years, I think, that uh, it ended up opening at seven stores. The first one opened at Vaughn Mills outside of Toronto in 2018, and Mm. the seventh Nordstrom Rack store opened in suburban Vancouver in Langley at the Willowbrook Center uh, in 2020. So uh, it was a fairly short expansion. 2020, of course, what happened then? We had a pandemic. So uh, even though the store opened during the pandemic, uh, uh, the pandemic was definitely having impact on retail sales. We saw lockdowns in other parts of the country. It was hard to get around and find space. And, and so 
Nordstrom Rack never ended up opening any more stores in Canada after uh, 2020. And and I suppose in hindsight, that's a good thing, given that, mm-hmm. you know, the company is now pulling all, uh, out of Canada completely. When looking at the off-price discounted um, kind of retail clothing kind of competition landscape in Canada, how is this going to impact all of those other retailers that are left behind? I think so. Um, I mean, there, again, there were only seven Nordstrom Rack stores versus, say, TJX Group, which has Winners and Marshalls and HomeSense. HomeSense being more of a home store, which isn't quite as much of a competitor to Nordstrom Rack, just because Nordstrom Rack focused more on fashion and a bit of home goods and whatnot. But um, TJX has, oh goodness, well over 100 stores in Canada, I think it is now. So it's a much bigger player. Uh, Nevertheless, uh, TJX definitely stands to gain some market share from uh, the exit of Nordstrom Rack from Canada. Well, now that the discounted rack locations have exited Canada for Nordstrom, do you have any expectations on what we can expect for the remaining liquidation process for those full line locations that still are in the process of liquidating? Well, the clearances are going to continue at the big stores by the liquidators. There's six of those big stores left in Canada. Uh, Those are located in, uh, what is it, Vancouver, Calgary, Ottawa, and then all in Toronto, Toronto. three stores in Toronto. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a clearance there. Those stores will close, I think, mid-June or by the end of June. Mm. Well, and again, a very sad chapter to be closing for um, Nordstrom for the Canadian marketplace. But is there anything else you'd like to kind of touch upon before we wrap up the podcast here? Like, I got some interesting information. I I was down in Las Vegas at the Salesforce Tableau conference uh, uh, in uh, very recently. And uh, I walked into the Nordstrom store at Fashion Show Mall. And the staff are really nice because I, I struck up some conversations. One of the things I noticed immediately was a lack of pricier designer merchandise in the store. Hmm. So uh, I asked a few questions of the staff and I said, you know, what do you have for designer offerings for menswear? Because I started in the men's department and they said, well, we don't really have a lot left here now. Nordstrom has taken most of that out. So we've got a bit of, you know, John Varvados and a few other things. But uh <laughs> And then I said, what about collectors for women, which is the pricier designer department that Nordstrom has in quite a few of its stores? And they said again that uh, uh, Nordstrom had taken those brands out, that there had been a uh, Gucci boutique in the store, but that that had exited. And uh, then I asked about the uh, handbag department, uh, because again, when I'd been there last time was 2012, uh, there was bags for Valentino and a few other brands. And uh, almost all the designer brands were pulled out, other than I saw MCM was in there in the Las Vegas store. Um, and uh, I kind of just made an off-the-cuff comment saying, well, this is kind of like Macy's in terms of its brand selection. And one of the sales staff burst out laughing, and he's like, yeah, we were just talking about that. <laughs> so it, it wasn't it wasn't an insult to him. But um, I don't know. I was in the San Francisco Center store in uh, September, late September, uh, and uh, I was actually shocked that the San Francisco, the Westfield San Francisco Center Nordstrom store had very little to no designer product in it as well. Uh, the collector's department had basically been decommissioned. Uh, there was some, I think, BCBG dresses or something in there, which was not part of the original uh, collectors, which would have had, you know, the Valentino and, uh, you know, Fendi and other brands, which would be quite high end. Uh, same thing went for menswear and bags. So, Long story short, uh, it was just recently announced that the downtown San Francisco Nordstrom store will be closing, which, I mean, my jaw hit the floor. I I couldn't believe it because that used to be such a productive uh, location for Nordstrom being also declared a flagship. It's about uh, 380,000 square feet. 
Well, do you think the writing is on the wall for the end of Nordstrom? Or do you think it's just another struggle of COVID that impacted them or something else? I really, really hope this is not the downfall of Nordstrom as a chain, even though it is leaving Canada. But uh, it is a bit concerning to uh, see this because uh, I studied Nordstrom, I guess, since the 90s. I, I wrote a paper about it in university when I was at the University of Alberta as a student in about 1996, I think it might have been. And uh, it was at the time, it seemed like Nordstrom could do no wrong. Uh, the store was, was very successful. It had an incredible brand awareness. It had an incredible brand affinity. Uh, the stores had piano players in them, uh, which made them extra experiential. And Nordstrom just doesn't seem to have that anymore. And I would caution Nordstrom from getting out of uh, designer goods as well as anything that's experiential at this point, because anything that a large format store can do to bring people in and keep them interested is going to be paramount because uh, people can get brands online. They can get brands in mono brand stores. They can get brands in competitors. So uh, really losing that uh, interest as being a retailer to consumers, I think, is quite dangerous for a retailer like Nordstrom or any retailer out there for that matter, of course. So um, I, I wish Nordstrom well as it, as it exits the Canadian market here. And uh, it was unfortunate to see Nordstrom Rack shutting down because it creates quite a gap in the, uh, in the markets as well. Well, it's really sad to see Nordstrom go, of course, and wish them well. But uh, And it's also great to be able to focus on the Nordstrom Racks portion of this story as they exit Canada, Craig. So thank you again for going through this with me and chat with you next week. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now. <laughs>